Hi, everyone. I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. A lot of the times, Jenny and I, we will record an episode and because of our, you know, mutual ADHD, we will go off on really long 20-minute tangents about something that is frustrating us that has absolutely nothing to do with the topic at hand. (laughs) Yep, that's us. And one of the things that we sort of always tend to land upon when we're just in that mood is we tend to rant about society's perception of women or just ridiculous things that society claims is weak and strong when it comes to quote unquote gender. And a couple of weeks ago, we were recording a episode, I think about traveling, and we went on a 22 minute tangent. (laughs) And we wanted to share that clip with you guys today and come back and continue talking about it because we felt like we didn't really go fully in depth with what our feelings were about this. Yep. Oh, God. Dude, this, I know this has nothing to do with Colombia or This Mexico, has nothing to do with traveling, but, but I can just... we just stop for a second and talk about the concept of the name white beater for a <laughs> tiny piece of fabric? Like, what the fuck? Men would rather say they're wearing a wife beater than wearing a tank top. That says a lot about toxic masculinity, bro. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a fucking tank top. This is a wife beater. <laughs> Why, Peter? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Haven't you ever walked past the CVS and read the men's, like, women's deodorant is like, you know, coconut, whatever, and then men's deodorant is like, Army Reserve! Cool Blast! Kill! Murder! Like, what the fuck? It's just a soap. Chill, bro. Because in order to get certain men to wash their werewolves, they need to have a hardcore sounding soap. It's just like, is, what, since when is soap a, a, a quote unquote female thing? When is cleanliness <laughs> female? Like, do you, do you really want to, to, to identify as male when male is just not soap? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Like, get your shit together. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Listen, no one wants to fuck someone who has smelly wills, okay? No, so just... time to wipe time to bring out the dude wipes. <laughs> Which I've I seen that everything has to that's have, like, the name the of it. Men on it, like body dude wipes, men, <laughs> balls, penis. It's like you don't it's fine. You can use any soap, it's the same. <laughs> the soap doesn't come with like pheromones, bro. It's just, it's a cleansing cleansing solution. Okay, but if their peepees smell like coconut <laughs> I mean, I'd rather that than... Why do I keep talking about their genitals? Yeah, I don't know, man. They wash everything, Jenny. You're just, like, focused on one thing. Freud would have... Freud would have a field day. But here's the thing. This reminds me of something that recently happened to me. This past week was, like, I shared a meme on my Instagram stories about how, like... Oh, periods, right? About periods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I always, I've always said this. Dude, you can watch... You watch fucking, like, the most disgusting, like, slasher films. You'll watch fucking Saw and Hostel. Mm-hmm. But then you can't handle the idea of a woman bleeding, like, like out of baby. her vagina. Like, yeah. And so I shared it. And this one guy, he responded, no one gives a shit about your period. And then when I saw the word shit, I knew exactly what I had to do here. And so I informed him scientifically of how women take massive shits around their period. And it's funny because I'm still getting messages from women who had no idea and they all thought they had a problem. Yeah, 
Yeah. So anyway, but I, I fucking dropped this like terrible amount of knowledge on him and then I blocked him. <laughs> I just, I, that sounds great. Fuck that guy. Why do we have to like protect men from like knowing? Like who cares? Like who, who fucking fuck. cares? Like I'm like, you, you deal with that, bro. <laughs> it's just like fragility of masculinity is very funny to me. I just laugh. I don't even get threatened by it. I just think, pobrecito nene, he needs yeah. a hug. We need to talk about this the next episode. And we absolutely need to talk about this in the next episode. <laughs> As you can see in that clip. I mean, we're frustrated about a lot of things, but for me personally, it's these gender norms that are just silly because it's clearly societal. Ever since I was a kid, I think I was subconsciously adhering to this idea that like men are stronger, right? Women are weaker and men don't want to be anything like a woman. They don't want to be associated with femininity. And someone that is feminine is therefore weak yes the the mere thought of being related to something feminine is just so scary which obviously ties into homophobia clearly it's so ridiculous that it's funny to me and it actually makes these men who are so scared of losing their masculinity like it just makes them look kind of sad yeah it doesn't make them look as cool and as strong as they think they look i also feel like Things that are perceived as quote unquote feminine. I don't know why they're feminine. Like being kind and hugging and being clean. Empathy. Why is that feminine? Why isn't that just human? Like I just don't understand. <laughs> like I recently watched a Queer Eye episode and this guy was like afraid to hug and show his emotions because that's feminine, therefore weak. So I think the, the wrong thing in this equation is the weakness part. I don't think anything is weak. We need to remove weakness and strength from the narrative of what we perceive to be, you know, female er, er, and male. And and we're all female and male. We're all, if because because if we're linking these things that I think have nothing to do with gender to gender, then, then gender makes no sense. Like, okay, so I'm competitive. That means I'm a man. What the fuck? are you talking about? I don't know. Like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Forgive me if you've done a gender reveal party, but I, can't. I hate the cakes. Is it going to be a ballerina or a football player? I'm like, okay. And it's clearly gender. Like, right? Like you, like you can tell, it's like, is it a boy or is it a girl? Is she going to play? Like, come on. Can you come up with other hobbies? Yeah. Todo no es football and fucking ballet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> They're so ridiculous. You know, I, I was having a conversation recently with, with someone. He was telling me how, you know, he got really, really lucky having two boys. And I was like, oh, like, why? Because they, like, get along with each other? And he's like, no, 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 because I know how men are. And man, having a girl would be torture. Okay. And I'm like, that seems like a man problem thing. Yeah. Maybe you you men need to figure out what's wrong. What's wrong with you that you're afraid to bring a woman into this world? I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have been such a scumbag to women growing up, which then gives you this fear of having a, a daughter who's going to then be treated the same way you treated other women. Absolutely. It's a shitty cycle, man. It's so disgusting to me. Me da un asco. I, you know, I, I try to think of stuff, quote unquote, like what society deems men should do. Like football. I've played football or going to a strip club. I've been to a strip club with my cousins. Like I've done all of the things that are perceived as male and no one ever gave me shit. And I never felt in any of those circumstances like, oh my God, this makes me less of what I identify as. This makes me less of a female. This makes me never, never did I think that. And then like some of the 
men in my life, I'll be like, why don't we go get a manicure? I don't know. Like, he, and they're like, oh man, I would never, <laughs> I would never, <laughs> are you kidding me? I would never, I would never do that. It's like, wait, you would never let a, a woman hold your hand tenderly and just clean your cuticles. If you're that afraid that what you identify as will be catastrophically changed by a manicure, Maybe that's something you, you need to explore for yourself. Beyond it just being like, ooh, that's for girls. It really comes down to power dynamics. Only little girls can play with baby dolls and rocking chairs and little kitchenettes and vacuum cleaners because that is the place of a woman. It's this thing of putting you in your place. Like, that's where you belong. You don't belong in the workforce. Many may not know this, but I edit all of my own videos. And... History shows that women were the first film editors because film editing back then was absolutely more difficult than I would say today. You're basically stitching these film strips together to tell a story, but it wasn't taken seriously back then. It was like, oh, women, they have dainty little hands. They love sewing and knitting. Sure, make them edit the film. But once it became an important aspect of storytelling and they're like, oh shit, this is a big part of the, the whole process. And then men started going into the field and becoming editors. And then it suddenly became a man's job. And so I remember some years ago, it was a, a guy, a friend of mine, sadly, he goes to me, oh my God, you're a really good fucking editor. I, I wasn't expecting that because you're a girl. And I'm like, I'm sorry that I don't edit with my labia. If you look at computer programming, it was kind of the same. Sort of like this quote unquote unskilled labor. It was like seamstressing. It was just like putting a lot of zeros and ones in one place. And it was just like detail oriented. It, it was sort of what society thought a woman could do. And then you had computers becoming more and more of a part of society. And when computers became something you could buy and put in your home, a lot of the marketing was geared towards boys. And there's a study on this where most computers that were bought in the 80s and early 90s and stuff was, was placed in the boys' room and not in the girls' room because mm. the, that was the marketing. That was the marketing for... So all of this goes to show that what women and men or whatever that means, what gender means, what, what the gendered perspective of men and women, what they're interested in and what they're supposed to do is completely predicated on society. I know. Because in I the know. course of 100 years, you see <laughs> editing being for women and now it is for men. You see computers for women, now it's for men. Like... It, it all depends on what we perceive these things to be and not on the person choosing their destiny for themselves. Again, the whole fucking thing about going and buying, you know, your wife or your girlfriend, whoever the fuck, tampons, right? And thank God my husband has never given a goddamn shit. I'm like, hey, get me pads, bro. Yeah. He goes and gets me pads. He doesn't give a fuck. <gasps> and, and, and Jenny, the first time I got my period, my dad got me my pads. And the last time I got my period, my husband got me my tampons. And what I found interesting is when I told this friend of mine that lives in Monterrey that they were like, oh my God, it's crazy because here men won't, you know, won't, won't buy feminine products for their for their wives. And my question is, what is it that they're afraid of in buying it? Like, is it, are they afraid that they themselves will become a woman? <laughs> or are they afraid of the perception that they loved a woman so much that they're willing to go buy their, their pads for them? I mean, honestly, they should feel super badass because they're walking around with these blood soakers. Not of that blue liquid you see on the Always commercials. Blood! They're like our superheroes. You see a man carrying a tampon or, or, or pads? That man is a superhero for someone. Those men are, for me, the quote-unquote manliest men. The men are like, yeah. yo, you, you got your period, baby? Don't you worry. I'm going to go scavenge the CVS for all the types of tampons. I'm going to fight 
for the super soaker one. You know, say what is so like dainty? Oh my god, like so feminine about what? Ha like I'm sorry, like what happens when you get your period is not very frilly or nice. No, in any way. Why is it? And it's something I'm so curious about. Every single one of us came from a uterus. Yes. There's not one person in this world walking around right now that wasn't created in a uterus. And I am astounded by the disgust that society has of uteruses and all of what it entails. A breastfeeding? You've seen that bullshit. I have a friend who was breastfeeding in a restaurant in Miami I... and she, she needed to breastfeed the baby. And then someone, a woman, by the way, came yeah, up and said, yeah, yeah. you need to put that away. And I just don't comprehend how we expect women to, to give birth and to, to do all of these things while living in a highly misogynistic society because what, what society is saying is that breastfeeding is disgusting because women are sexual and periods are disgusting because women are sexual and that is not inherently sexual, but it is all sexual. All of what I just described has to do with reproduction and sex, yet we can't accept that part of a woman. Meanwhile, you have movies that I watched starting at 12 about boys and their boners. I've yeah. heard about boners my entire life and it was funny. Like, oh yeah, he has a boner. Oh, boners, boners, boners. I was so embarrassed to talk about my period for mm -hmm. until I turned like 25, I think. I never mentioned it. I never talked about it. And while boys were drawing penises everywhere, all the girls were like, oh, we can't, you know, talking about our, the JJs or like any of that. Like I was ashamed of my genitals. I was. I was embarrassed. I thought that like I, I shouldn't talk about it. I shouldn't be open about it. It's something I needed to keep close to myself because it was unwomanly to talk about my vagina um, or my mm, period. Mm -hmm. And then I remember in high school, men talking about their penis like all the time. I, I know. I'm like, all right, dude. I don't want to hear about your jizz tissues. Ew. Basta ya con los jizz tissues. Opa, que vaina más cochina. And they're humping of all the things in their house. Oh my God. I did start being very open about it, like in high school and college, to the point that I would get into fights with some of my guy friends because I had a number of cis male friends who could not stand the thought of menstruation. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't let them take me down. I would fight them to the death about how whack they are, that they couldn't handle it. And even, dude, as like a grown-ass adult in my 20s, my ex-boyfriend, who was a piece of shit, he, again, this fucking typical hardcore wannabe masculine Miami guy, and the dude would fart and burp all the time. I remember the one time I farted in front of him. It was like, you're laughing and you let out a fart. We got into a massive argument because he was so disgusted that I farted. I remember I was traumatized in this relationship because I felt like I had to live up to his expectations of what a woman was, what, what feminine was. Which I think he should just like get a fucking my size Barbie. From what I can tell, that's the only thing he'll be able to have a relationship with because that doesn't fart or burp. Pero no, he can't buy a Barbie. Ay, verdad, tuta, es verdad. Oh my God, what did I just say? His his penis will fall off and shrivel up if he buys a Barbie. It'll fall off. Well, it, it's, in, it's interesting, right? I guess men don't understand what women are. <laughs> like, all, not all, all men, of course. There's wonderful men out there. But I think that there's this <laughs> subsection of society that just clearly doesn't understand what a woman is because I know exactly what you're talking about. My, I had a boyfriend who I had like not shaved in like two days. So I had like a little, like a tiny bit of stubble on my oh leg. Oh my God. And he like touched it and he was like, ew, ew, fucking ew. And I was like, what? And he's like, ew, you're so ew. And I'm like, dude, I haven't shaved in two days. Can you relax? Like, what do you want me to look like? You know, but where are they learning this though? 
And I remember that like he was telling me a story about how he saw a woman in a bikini and he could see like a little bit of her her hair, like her bikini her pubes, hair, her pubes, and that he like wanted to throw up. And I'm like, uh. Why are why are these very violent reactions to women just existing as human beings in this world while simultaneously you're afraid of being related to femininity? Like, no wonder men are afraid of being women. They think it's being a doll that doesn't shit, boop, or fart, or do, do anything, and they think that we're sex dolls in a closet. And you know, men love to shit, so this is terrifying if they can't shit. I think a lot of our society is built on this concept that women can be sort of owned in a way and it even comes from like the small tradition of naming a car or a boat after a woman and even the way that once a woman gets married to a man she's just the missus of this person but you know i own a lot of things right i don't want to know how those things work i just want them to work serve their function and maybe call someone to come fix it once in a while when it's not working Mm -hmm. and maybe that's why some of these problematic men see women the way they do they, they don't want to know how they work they don't want to know how a period works they don't want to know how shaving works they don't want to know all these they just want a woman to serve her purpose and mm-hmm. i remember having a lot of conversations in high school with boys and they'd be like yeah the, i'm gonna marry this and i remember there was this one guy in school who's like i just want to marry a dumb hot woman and oh i'm like why and he's like because why not like she's dumb and she's hot and she'll just take care of the kids and she's hot and i'll just fuck her and that's it and i'm like wow in that moment it angered me and i remember people were like dude don't be angry about it and now i realize why it angered me it's because it's it's the inequity of respect like i know the pressures a lot of my male friends and male family members feel in society where they they perceive that they have to be the providers and they have to pick a career that provides and all this stuff and that has a lot of negative impacts in their life but i i I think it's interesting that a lot of women are like "I, i i need a man that's good at something and that has his ambitions and this all of these things and and generally society says that women seek men with money and that can provide and i know that's problematic as well but it seems like society tells men like find the hottest woman you can find and like by the way if she makes more money than you or is more successful or is more ambitious let that hurt your ego because a strong woman makes you look weak yeah and you don't know how many times i've been at weddings and at events and people ask my husband how do you do it as if I'm like a fucking, I don't know, psychopath in jail and he has to come visit me once a month and our marriage is like fraught. What it's do you like, mean? Because I'm a I'm a successful woman. Yeah. And it and it fucking pisses him. He's like, Ugh, why do they ask me that? Like as if like as if I'm not I... proud of you, as if I'm like emasculated by you. And I think all this conversation feeds into so many of the conversations happening around around gender right now and how yeah. people are are nervous and concerned that we're we're destroying the concept of what a boy means and what a girl means and whatever. And I'm just like, what I mean, what's the problem with that? Like, like society has been confusing people since day one. I've never liked to cook. I've never liked to clean. I've never liked dolls. And I've been told since day one I've I had to. So what is giving freedom? giving freedom i don't see how is going to confuse people any more than we're already confused in our fucking figuring out who we are opening up options seems to be the best way to do it society is so obsessed with gender and this as and having it be such a binary that it's literally in different aisles of toys r us it's it's tied to homophobia bro i'm like it is fully tied to that i remember growing up and if if you were a little bit of a quote-unquote tomboy i I know, but like, I remember feeling that way, even when the way sometimes I would dress up and and stuff, but I would hear the way people around me would talk about other girls in my class who were, again, 
more tomboyish. Like they they liked wearing pants and play with the, play rough with the boys and play sports, and that was enough to label them as potential lesbian. Oh no! We need to put that girl in a Dolly Parton dress with all the frills. Stat. That's not gonna really. If the if the kid is gay, they're fucking gay, dude. They're not gonna change. Like they ha- like let people fucking be. And I find it, it it's and it, especially when it comes to boys, though, it's even more of like a oh. Hi. Well, I think it's because, I, and I remember as a kid when I, I was a little bit more of a tomboy and like some of the people in my family, like my grandma and uh-huh. stuff, would, would be concerned. And uh-huh. what they would say to me is, no boy will like you. Uh-huh. Like you won't be attractive to men and boys won't like you. Yeah. But my brother who loved musical theater and he's a straight man, but he's a musical theater guy and very sensitive and, and he didn't like sports. And people would be like, aye, eh, maricón. And the fear was that he liked men. And that he was feminine and he liked women stuff. So ultimately, it's about women need to be wanted by men and men need to want to fuck women. Yes. I think ultimately, I think a lot of homophobia in, in the in like masculine spaces has to do with the fear of being treated like a woman. Yeah. Some men are like afraid of gay men because they don't want to be hit on by gay men. They don't want to be treated like how they treat women. Like they're afraid that maybe... The way the gay, this gay man will act with them is the way that they treat women, you know, push uh, un- unwanted advances towards someone, which is what a lot of them do a lot of the time. That's linked to masculinity. And it's ridiculous. A lot of these it's guys so are like ridiculous. also just so one of these. Uh, this guy is not my friend anymore. He's just also like the worst. He was like, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I don't trust gay men. Like I, I can like whatever. But like, what if they what if they want me or like what if they oh and it's God. like, first of all. You're not hot, so relax, dude. You know, porque la, la gente piensa así. Yeah, like, fucking relax. Two, they have many, many great options that don't include a homophobic misogynist like you. And three, do you really think that highly of yourself? <laughs> like, do you really think that, like, if women aren't throwing themselves at you, do you really think men are going to be like, oh, man, this guy, mm, he's a keeper, and I'm going to <clears throat> attack this straight man and make him gay it's so asinine it is so absurd i i've been i've been catcalled a billion times in my life and i've i've gotten a, a million unwanted advances and then i think about these men getting hit on by men and i'm sure they would beat the shit out of that guy you know what i mean so it's like why are, why is it okay for you to do it to me and then the moment someone does it to you you can beat the shit out of them. Huh. How sensitive do you have to be within your sexuality and your gender? How sensitive are you and afraid of losing it and unclear about it, I guess, are you? That just someone hitting on you once leads you to murder someone. I mean, the fuck are you? What the fuck is wrong with you, bitch? Relax. Uh, I, it, You know, it's th- them... Having an unwanted advance once means they can kill. Women have unwanted advances hundreds of times a day. (laughs) Welcome. I mean, I'm glad things are fucking slowly but surely changing. Every time my husband and I are watching TV and I see a commercial, lately I've been seeing, aside from like amazing gay couples, right, and, and now even more trans actors in commercials, I'm seeing a lot more men in positions where they're the ones baking where they're the ones cooking in the family. And I'm not just talking about a barbecue. Mm-hmm. They're like literally baking cookies and stuff and, and, and being like 
very fatherly and, and cleaning the house. And we're finally starting to see this, aside from all these other changes like interracial couples on TV. and It's so ridiculous because it's fucking 2022 and this should have been happening already. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I, it's something that I'm noticing now. I'm like, wow, they're finally portraying men in the roles that only women were portrayed in especially in the fucking 50s and shit you know like just i'm just cleaning i'm just a housewife and the dude it was never portrayed that way so it's extremely refreshing because none of this should be gendered <laughs> this is I mean, so absurd to me it's it's so it's so true and like you know during world war ii so many men left the u.s and women had to take positions of power and and join the workforce and then again in the 1950s you saw this marketing push to keep women at home and to keep them as homemakers and it was society predicating what men and women should be doing and pushing women towards one thing or another and pushing men to do one thing or another so the concept of what these roles mean being such a reflection of society is like is overwhelming to me it's almost scary to think like the 1950s housewife was literally a reaction to women sort of finally getting to positions of power and joining the workforce and people saying that can't happen like that's scary to me that's scary mm -hmm. to me and what I think women are capable of and me as a, and what men should be doing and I think we're at a crossroads again where it's like all right so we're we're, we're opening up more to what we think men and women and 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 also what g gender even is and there's resistance and there's fear to that but there was resistance and fear to the concept of women joining the workforce or or let alone women voting you know mm -hmm. recently know. so <laughs> all of this fear for change is is i think fear of 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 what people are capable of and i think that's sad that you're afraid of people's ability and capacity to 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 be something that you're not used to or something that makes you uncomfortable because it makes you weaker. I think that's what all yeah. of this feels like. Yeah. It's wild how so much of this is tied to weakness and fear of appearing weak. It's insecurity at its core. They'll never admit it though. <laughs> yeah. And I think that there's, there's a reason I think that there's such a mental health crisis among cis men and, and there's a lot of studies about it. And it's, yeah. if you as a society say that emotions and and deep conversations and, and friendships and, and love and softness, if you're saying that that's feminine and then you're simultaneously saying that being feminine is being weak and gross and bad, then of course you're going to have a bunch of crazy men out there because they're not embracing parts of themselves that are deeply human. And you're not letting them respect 50% of your society. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking cauldron of a clusterfuck. That's where we're, that's the problem. I think we just need to embrace more quote unquote femininity, whatever the fuck that means and why it's gendered, I still don't comprehend. But I think we need to embrace that as a society. And and I think the fear of the feminine is is really embarrassing. And I think the feminine is absolutely fabulous, motherfuckers. Super Suck my feminine dick, bitch. <laughs> uh, Jenny, I love bitching about this stuff with you. Mm. Oh, and speaking of the word bitch, hmm. have you noticed that like when a bitch is used for a woman, it's meant to be like, oh, someone that's like loud and annoying and maybe bossy and, and yep. asks for her way. And then if you call a man a bitch, it's that he's weak. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the same word, it, which is a gendered word, 
has two different meanings depending on what gender you're saying it to, which isn't the case for like dick or asshole or whatever. No. You know? Uh, and and that tells you everything. That that yeah. same word that is the the negative version of that word for woman is a woman that has opinions. And the negative version of that man is that he's a woman, which means that he's weak. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And what's crazy is the word bitch peaked in usage around the 1950s and 60s during the women's liberation movement. And then also in the 70s and 80s during the sex revolution. The word bitch was like being printed a lot more. People were using it a lot more. And it's because of this fear of women being bitches, which is taking control and power and being loud and abrasive. Meanwhile, men were being little bitches by not fucking accepting these bitches into their life. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Jenny, I love being a bitch with you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it too. I love it. This is a bitching episode. And men being a bitch is cool. (laughs) It won't make your penis fall off. Be more of a bitch. Don't be a dick. Be a bitch. Bitches got the women's liberation and the <laughs> sexual revolution, you know? Bitches got that done. Cis men listening. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. I want you to walk into a Walgreens and buy a pack of tampons and get a bang out of life. Also, I have to say there's very few things more attractive to me than a man buying tampons for the woman he loves. I mean, talk about sexy. I don't I, I don't give a shit about abs, you know? <laughs> I don't give a shit about like yeah, I own a Harley Davidson. Fuck that. Just buy some tampons. You'll be the hottest man in town. That's sexy as shit. Caring for your woman, motherfucker. Yeah! Yeah! Yay! Wow. What an episode this is! What an episode!